you guys for joining me this week on The Dependable Dependa. Today, I'm sharing with you guys our love story so you guys can get to know me a little bit better. I'm sorry that I didn't fit it in in February, but I'm glad that it can be here this week. The rest of March is going to consist of how do I's and what do I's. So how do I send a good care package or what do I need to bring to a coffee? And what do I get for free? (laughs) I know we all have that burning question inside. Is it okay to use my CAA scholarship? Is it okay to use the military discount? What about my husband's scholarships? Can I use that? I'm going to help you answer those questions. So please join me as I talk to those spouses. I'm really excited to share their wealth of information and knowledge with you guys. And I hope you guys enjoy today's episode. My husband, Brian, and I have been married for nine years. We started dating our senior year of college, but we met in junior high. We used to go to this church camp in Southern California, connected with Awana, which was a church program. And about two years before I met him, I met some other students from his church. He's two grades younger than me, and so I became really good friends with these other students. And then the summer he showed up at camp, I met him there. Throughout high school, I ended up visiting their church more and more often. They lived about an hour and a half to two hours away from where I lived, but I would go to their special events, their all-nighters and things like that. And I always remember Brian being there, but he was also two grades younger and my friend's little brother. I always talked to him or we kind of all hung out together. It wasn't a very divided youth group. Everyone kind of hung out with everyone. As high school went on, I kind of started hanging out with my church more and just not going um, down to his church as often. And then I graduated high school and went to a Bible school. And after Bible school, I went to community college. And then I transferred into a local Christian college, California Baptist University. That year, my best friend also transferred in. And during orientation weekend, she asked if I wanted to meet with her and a friend from church to go to the ice cream social. I said, sure, why not? And when I got there, our friend from church was roommates with Brian. (laughs) And of course, everyone looked at us a little bit crazy when we gave each other a hug and were shocked that these last, this last year, he'd been rooming with someone from my church and I had no idea and he had no idea. Throughout our next three years of college, we would hang out. We would go to movies or have lunches and dinners in the cafeteria together or one semester, he needed a extra person on his bowling team. And so I was like, well, I'll bowl with you, which was, ugh, I feel so bad for him. I probably made their whole season go downhill, but it was fun. One time he even helped me go car shopping <laughs> and we looked at a Jaguar, Jaguar. I don't know how to say that properly. And he still makes fun of me over the fact that I might have wanted to drive that or even could have afforded it. And then our senior year of college, we were sitting in the cafe one day and he told me that he ended up with an extra ticket to a formal at our school. And this formal was so fun. Every year they had it and it was, took place at Disneyland in the Grand Californian Hotel. I had never been and now he had this extra ticket and he had never been either. So I told him, well, if you want to still go, I'll go with you as your friend, 
and we can just go and have a good time. I've never been and you've never been. Let's just go. And so he did. He took me and that kind of started a spiral of things of us hanging out. We ended up, that was right before Christmas break and all during Christmas break, we started texting. And then in January, when we came back, we started hanging out more and more. He took me on a date to coffee to kind of talk like our first, you know, like get to know, know you date away from everybody else. And I remember being done with that date and telling a friend, I cannot date him. He doesn't even talk. Like I'm going to talk over him all the time and we'll have nothing in common because he's so quiet, which was all a lie. And then we went to the old spaghetti factory for a date and we got there too early and we ended up walking around downtown Riverside, kind of opening doors and going down alleys, not really knowing where we were allowed to go or if we were allowed to go on the different properties. And as I think about that, I just laugh because that's still what we do when we go to new towns and new cities is we just kind of walk around until someone tells us, no, we've done it in Canada and we've done it in um, I mean, we just did the same thing in Delaware a few weeks ago. We just walk until someone tells us not to. So sometime in March, he held my hand and then he kissed me. And by April, he was my boyfriend. (laughs) The night that he asked me to be his girlfriend, I was a resident assistant at the time. And I had this big event and he was an ROTC. And I believe he had an ROTC commitment. And the night before, he had kissed me. And so then the next day, we were going to go talk about what was going on with us. And during my RA event, I had told one of the guy RAs what was going on. And as Brian was leaving his apartment to come get me, that RA saw him and asked if he was going to go ask me to be his girlfriend. And Brian was so trying to get away from that situation, but he couldn't. And he said, yes, I am. And he goes, well, we got to sing to her. So he pulled Brian into the RA office and they rehearsed a song, which I didn't know about. All I knew was I was in my apartment and he was late. And then I get this knock on my door, just like this loud pounding. And I was like, oh my goodness, why is he being so rude? And I opened the door and there was my friend. I said, go away. He's coming and he's nice. And not only was it my friend, but it was about 10 other guys that I knew from college, like RAs and students, and they were all standing outside my door. And I just yelled, go away, go away, he's nice. And I shut the door and they said, no, no, open it, open it. And I opened it. And of course, some of my residents opened it as well. And they all start singing One Less Lonely Girl by Justin Bieber. And I am embarrassed, my face is red. Then they part open and there walks Brian all dressed up with bouquet roses as they're still singing and then they cheer <laughs> I had him come in my apartment. He's like, are you ready to go? I don't remember the date. I want to say it was like April 7th, but I'm not sure. And then that was when he became my boyfriend. At that point in our life, we knew that he was going to be going to Virginia for, but we had no idea where he was going to be stationed after the school. And I knew I was moving to Washington state to live with a friend from college, but his whole list, which makes me laugh now because lists mean nothing, right? 
His whole list of options had been on the East Coast, and we thought we were going to be a whole country away from each other. Sometime at the end of April, he got orders for Fort Lewis, Washington. He came to my apartment. We were so excited. At least we'd be in the same state. And then we Googled where I was going to be living versus where his, he was going to be stationed. And it was only 20 minutes away. It was such a sigh of relief to know we were going to end up in the same place. We had already decided we were dating. We are in this not just for fun, but potential marriage. And now we're going to be living in the same state in a few months. And we were so excited. We graduated in May. He commissioned the weekend after graduation. And then he left for Virginia and I left for my adventure throughout the summer of doing random things. In September, he showed up to Washington after driving four days across the country because he just wanted to hurry up and get to where I was. He signed into post at the beginning of October and when he got there, his new commander asked him if he was married. He said, no. She said, well, are you dating anyone? He said, yeah, I want to marry her someday. She said, well, you're deploying in April, so you got to marry her before or after. Of course, that changed our plans. We had not planned to get married anytime soon. I told him, I can't be your girlfriend. I need to be your wife. What if something happens? So a few weeks later, he proposed, and he proposed in the most beautiful way. There's this place in Tacoma called Fort Defiance, and he set up this whole picnic with an easy up and a table and chairs and he had a picnic all set up he had bought cheese and crackers because we go together like cheese and crackers and he'd bought chocolate and champagne and he wrote this beautiful speech about how we are like fine wine and we've grown like we're gonna grow well together and that our relationship was like sweet chocolate and he even had peanut butter and jelly because we go together like peanut butter jelly and cheese and crackers he had seven roses because it was the end of our sixth month dating and seven was the number of new beginnings and we should start this new beginning together. It was a beautiful speech. He finally gets down on his knee and he says, Sarah, will you spend the rest of this crazy life with me? And he pulls out the box and he opens it and there's no ring in the box. And he gets the right box and he comes back a lot of breath and says, will you spend the rest of this crazy life with me? And of course I said, yes. So we shook up the bottle of champagne and we let it fly all over. It was such a fun night. And then just like clockwork, the army kicked in and he left for NTC the next weekend. And I flew to California and planned our whole wedding on a four day weekend. At this point, the sun has set <laughs> and we're in this foresty area by ourselves with a ring that he thought he dropped into this grassy sand area. So we pull out our phones and we look and he's on his hands and knees looking for the phone or looking for the ring. And then he realizes he grabbed the wrong box. So off he goes into the dark, runs across the field and I'm yelling, go, go, go. We got married in January of 2012 in Beaumont, California on one of the windiest days I have ever experienced. We had 10 bridesmaids, 10 groomsmen, four flower girls, and a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> it was one of the most fun days. And if I ever, if I could give two pieces of, of advice to brides is one, 
have one of those reception lines, you know, the lines where you, you see in movies where the bride and groom stand there and everybody files by and congratulates them and they're so old fashioned. Have one. I wish I did because I know there are people at our wedding that I didn't get to see, that I didn't get pictures with, that I didn't even get to say hi to. And I would have been able to if I had had one of those. The second one is just have fun. There are so many things that went wrong during our wedding day that we just have to sit back and laugh now because there's nothing else we could have done about it. We went on our honeymoon and then we packed up all of our wedding gifts in big totes. And if you are flying Alaska Airlines with military orders, you can use 10 bags. So we got those big, you know, moving storage boxes. We put all our stuff in there and all of our gifts and things that I had left in California. We taped up the bag, wrote our phone number on the side and sent them with Alaska Air. It was um, definitely a, a hilarious scene watching us walk through the airport to move home. So we got married in January. He left April 2nd. Um, he was supposed to leave April 1st and got pushed back to the 2nd. And he was gone for the first nine months of our marriage. I decided to stay home um, in Washington and establish our house and our life as a married couple there. I know a lot of people choose to move home in situations like that to their hometown. But I felt like this was this was our life now. Um, I wanted to get to know the other spouses. I wanted to get to know the area we were living in. And I'm so grateful I did. While he was gone, I met three other women that I became very close to. And even to this day, we see each other, we talk. And um, that's who I did life with. There, they had some friends who had been there a little bit longer and they started a, a dessert day and their idea was that they were going to make a dessert every week that eventually they would share with their husband, but it was kind of an excuse to eat some yummy food and get together during the week. And as time went on, um, I got to be part of that and it was just such a fun way to get to know each other. And I mean, who doesn't like yummy stuff, right? We were in Washington for, for four years and we had our first baby there. Um, I will forever be grateful for Madigan. When we were pregnant, I found out I had a blood clotting disorder and they were incredible. After Fort Lewis, we moved to Fort Lee, Virginia, where we spent six months at a school. And then we, we took off to Fort Carson, Colorado, where we lived, we lived for two and a half years. And then we moved to Kentucky where we only got to stay for a year. And now we are in Maryland. It has been a lot of fun. It has been a lot of work, but I'm forever grateful. And I love, I love it. I love the adventure of it all. So that is our story. And I'm thankful I got to share it with you guys today. I hope you guys enjoyed that and got to know us a little better. If you're not already, please follow me on Instagram at the dependable dependa, and I will see you next week with some how to's.
Welcome back to the Dependable Dependa. Before we get started on this episode, I wanted to share some really fun news with you guys. On March 15th, I am launching a line of t-shirts for Month of the Military Child. I have every branch available and they will be available on a link on next week's podcast in the information as well as on my Instagram account. If you're not already, please follow me over at thedependabledependa.com. Not only will I have shirts available, but I'll also have prints and stickers. I hope that you guys will join me over there and grab some fun stuff for your military kids. Today on the episode, we are talking about what do I bring? All of March, we will be talking about how do I's and what do I's. And today, my friend Shemariah helped us. And today, my friend Shemariah Nelson and I discuss what do we bring to different events, everything from an FRG meeting to a holiday reception, when it's appropriate, when it's not. She even gave us some legal advice on what we should do for volunteer gifts and price points that we need to follow. Even as a 10-year military spouse, a lot of these a lot of this information was brand new to me or it was clarified through this conversation. So I hope that you guys enjoy it and that you guys learn a lot. Friends, isn't she incredible? She always leaves me thinking and smarter than when I saw her. <laughs> so I hope that you guys learned a lot. If you guys have any questions, please feel free to message me at the Dependable Dependa on Instagram. See you guys next week.